Welcome to Zichur Daf Siman Member by Abraham Goldhar and Tirum Sota Daf Tezayin. The second parak Hayamevi. The Zichur Masecha Sota program has been generously sponsored as a schus for Chazaka Satoira. So the three times we're going to focus on number one. The Gemara asks regarding the Sota waters. Incham Afar Mashiitin Afer. If there's no earth there, can he place ashes in the water instead? Do we say that even though the ashes are called Afar, but here it's written the floor of the Mishkan disqualifying ashes, or since it's used for a drusha earlier, it does not exclude ashes. The Gemara presents a brisa. In three places, undermines the apparent meaning of a Pasuk. Number one, the blood of a shechted wild animal or bird may be covered with anything, although the Pasuk says earth. A nazu shaves with anything is chive, although it says razor. And a get may be written on anything, although the Pasuk implies parchment. If ashes could be used for a sota, why was it not listed here? The Gemara answers that the list is not exhaustive and explains that another was left out, that a Matsor's second shaving is total, like a gourd, although drushes would imply it's not. The Gemara suggests three reasons why this case may not belong in the Brisa. Point number two is taught in the Brisa, three things must be visible. Afar Sota, the earth of the Sota must be visible in the water. The Afar Par, the ashes of the Par Duma must be visible in the spring water. Barok Yavama, and the spittle of the Yavama performing Chalitza. Rabbi Shmuel adds another, Afdam Tzipor, also the blood of a Mitzor's bird must be visible in the spring water. Rabbi Shmuel holds that the two terms Bedam and Bamaim together teach Maybe Maim Shadam Sipur Nikorbehen. He brings the amount of water in which the blood of the bird will be recognizable, which the sages set at a raviz. Rabbi Yumi asks Rabbi Zera, Gadol Medeches is a Maim, a large bird which its blood overwhelms the water. Katanavan Nitches Mifneamai, Mahu, or a small bird whose blood is overwhelmed by the water, what then? Tosus explains that he wondered how the sages could unequivocally declare, according to Rabbi Shmuel, that a raviz is the correct amount regardless of the bird's size. Rebbe Zera objected to his question and said that the rabbis arrived at a revise through measurements and this amount is fit for all sized birds which are valid for a mitzora. And point number three was taught in a bright the Hikdim Afer Lamaim puzzle. If one plays the earth in the vessel before the water, it is invalid. Rabbi Shimon holds it is valid. Rabbi Shimon makes a gazer shove between the ashes of Paraduma and the earth of a sota teaching. Just as with the sota, the earth should be put on the water, so too with Paraduma, the ashes should be placed on the water. Umakan Hiktim Afrolamaim Kasha also just as here by Paraduma, if he placed the ashes before the water, it is valid. Afalhaun Hiktim Afrolamaim Kasha, so to here with the Sota, if he placed the earth before the water, it is valid after the fact. The law of par when the ashes are placed first is itself disputed. Rabbi Shimon derives, based on contradictory terms in the Pusik, that either order is valid. The Rabbanon hold that only one of the terms is teaching the order, and they reason, just as we find in all places, the permitter is on top, meaning the earth of Sota, which tests her, and the blood of a Mitzvah's bird permits the water for its sprinkling, here too, the permitter, meaning the ashes, must be on top. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara asks regarding the Sota waters, If there's no earth there, can he place ashes in the water instead? Do we say that even though the ashes are called Afar, but here it's written the floor of the Mishkan disqualifying ashes, or since it's used for a drusha earlier, it does not exclude ashes. The Gemara presents a brisa. In three places, undermines the apparent meaning of a Pasuk. Number one, the blood of a shechted wild animal or bird may be covered with anything, although the Pasuk says earth. A nazu shaves with anything is chive, although it says razor. And a get may be written on anything, although the Pasuk implies parchment. If ashes could be used for a sota, why was it not listed here? 
The Gemara answers that the list is not exhaustive and explains that another was left out, that a Mitzor's second shaving is total, like a gourd, although drushes would imply it's not. The Gemara suggests three reasons why this case may not belong in the Brisa. Point number two is taught in the Brisa, three things must be visible. Afer Sota, the earth of the Sota, must be visible in the water. The Afer Par, the ashes of the Par Duma, must be visible in the spring water. The Rok Yavama, and the spittle of the Yavama performing Chalitza. Rabbi Shmuel adds another, Afdam Tzipor, also the blood of a Mitzor's bird, must be visible in the spring water. Rabbi Shmuel holds that the two terms Badam and Bamaim together teach, maybe Maim Shadam Tzipor Nikor Behen. He brings the amount of water in which the blood of the bird will be recognizable, which the sages set at a Raviz. Rabbi Yirmi adds Rabbi Zera, Gadol Medeches is a Maim, a large bird which its blood overwhelms the water. Mahu, or small bird, whose blood is overwhelmed by the water, what then? Tosus explains that he wondered how the sages could unequivocally declare, according to Rabbi Shmuel, that a revis is the correct amount, regardless of the bird's size. Rabbi Zer objected to his question and said that the rabbis arrived at a revis through measurements, and this amount is fit for all size birds, which are valid for a mitzora. And point number three was taught in a bright, the hikdim lamaim puzzle, if one plays the earth, in the vessel before the water, it is invalid. Rabbi Shimon holds it is valid. Rabbi Shimon makes a gazer shove between the ashes of Paraduma and the earth of a sota teaching. Just as with the sota, the earth should be put on the water. So too with Paraduma, the ashes should be placed on the water. Umakan hiktim afrolamayim kasha also just as here. By Paraduma, if he placed the ashes before the water, it is valid. Afrolamayim hiktim afrolamayim kasha. So too here with the sota. If he placed the earth before the water, it is valid after the fact. The law of par when the ashes are placed first is itself disputed. Rabbi Shimon derives, based on contradictory terms in the Pusik, that either order is valid. The Rabbanon hold that only one of the terms is teaching the order, and they reason, just as we find in all places, the permitter is on top, meaning the earth of Sota, which tests her, and the blood of a Mitzvah's bird permits the water for sprinkling, here too, the permitter, meaning the ashes, must be on top. All right, so now we go to our Simadav Tezayin, and our standard simon is toes, and we often use an acrobat with large toes. So here goes. The acrobat with the big red toes swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a sota, since no earth could be found, looked down and saw the earth of the sota visible in the water, as a cone was being rebuked for initially putting the earth in the vessel before the water. Once again, it's in motion. The acrobat with the big red toes, acrobat with big red toes? That must be Duff. Tezayan, toes. The acrobat with the big red toes swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a sota since no earth could be found, which reminds us we have the question whether afer ashes can be used for the sota waters. So the acrobat with the big red toes swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a sota since no earth could be found, looked down and saw the earth of the sota visible in the water, which reminds us it was taught in a brisa. Three things must be visible. Afer Sota, the earth of the Sota, must be visible in the water. Afer Par, the ashes of the Paraduma, must be visible in the spring water. Barok Yavama, and the spittle of the Yavama, performing Chalitza. And we have a Malkos where this applies also to the blood of the Mitzor's bird. So the acrobat with the big red toes swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a Sota since no earth could be found, looked down and saw the earth of the Sota visible in the water, as the cone was being rebuked for initially putting the earth in the vessel before the water, which reminds us. It was taught in a bright Hikdim Afer Lamaim puzzle of one place of the earth in the vessel. Before the water, it is invalid. Rabbi Shimon holds, it is valid based on a gazer between the ashes of the Paraduma and the earth of Asota. So once again,
The acrobat with the big red toe swinging through the air, bringing ashes for a sota since no earth could be found, looked down and saw the earth of the sota visible in the water, as the cone was being rebuked for initially putting the earth in the vessel before the water. All right, so now it's time for Forba Bachazar. Daf Yud Beis. So the similar Daf Yud Beis is 12 brothers. So here goes. The 12 red-haired brothers. 12 brothers? That must be more in Daf Yud Beis. The 12 red-haired brothers who divorced their red-haired wives upon the instruction of their leader, but then celebrated by a river upon remarrying them, which reminds us about Amram's divorce and then remarrying Yocheven based on Miriam's advice, because she said that his decree was harsher than Paro's. So the twelve red-haired brothers who divorced their red-haired wives upon the instruction of their leader, but then celebrated by a river upon remarrying them, were shocked when they saw a princess stretch out her very long arm to snatch a baby from the water, which reminds us that Gamor discusses Basri retrieving Moshe from the Nile and the Malchokas of the Pasadena states with She sent out her Amma to take the basket, refers to one of her maidservants, meaning Gabriel left one alive because it's inappropriate for a princess to stand alone, or Amma refers to her arm, meaning that her arm extended greatly to reach so the twelve red-haired brothers who divorced their red-haired wives upon the instruction of their leader but then celebrated by a river upon remarrying them were shocked when they saw a princess stretch out a very long arm to snatch a baby from the water and hand him to his mother to nurse with pay. Which reminds us that they brought Moshe around to all the Egyptian women but he didn't nurse them. Because Baruch said, The mouth which is destined to speak with a shechina, nurse of a non-kosher substance, meaning food that was eaten by an Egyptian wet nurse, Paro's daughter said to Yocheved, Take this child and nurse him for me. And not only did Yocheved nurse Moshe, but she was paid to do so. Daf Yud Gimel. So the similar Daf Yud Gimel is a bar mitzvah boy. So here goes. The bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy, that must be on Daf Yud Gimel. The bar mitzvah boy at the red-themed bar mitzvah party who came out wearing a mask of Asa's reddish head, whose eyes dramatically popped out, which reminds us the more relates how Asa tried to prevent Yankel's burial, and Mars Machpel and how Hushim bin Dun took offense with the delay and killed him. So, the bar mitzvah boy at the red-themed bar mitzvah party who came out wearing a mask of Asa's reddish head, whose eyes dramatically popped out and rolled right next to a metal coffin floating on water, which reminds us it was taught in the bright sabot re kama chaviva's mitzvah al Moshe Rabbeinu. Come and see how precious mitzvahs were to Moshe Rabbeinu. Shekho Yisrael kuo nisaska babiza vuh nisaska For all B'nai Yisrael were occupied with gathering booty, but Moshe Rabbeinu was preoccupied with mitzvahs, meaning finding Yosef's coffin, which according to one opinion ended up floating up to the surface of the Nile. So the bar mitzvah boy at the red-themed bar mitzvah party who came out wearing a mask of Asaph's reddish head whose eyes dramatically popped out and rolled right next to a metal coffin floating on water, which was raised by a great man who lived to 120 who died on the day. He was born, which reminds us Moshe Bain described himself on the last day of his life as 120 years old, Hayom, today. The Gemara explains his meaning, Hayom Mau Yama Ushnosai. Today my days and years have been filled. This teaches that Akash Baruch completes the years of the Tzaddikim from day to day and from year to year. As it says, Es Mispar Yamecha Amale, the number of your days I will fill. Daf Yudal, so the Simmer Daf Yudal is a hand and we often use a juggler in the Simmon. So here goes. The juggler juggling red clothes for the unclothed with his left hand while visiting the sick, which reminds us the Pasak Achrei Hashem Alkechem Teilechu, Hashem your God you should follow, means Ahalech Achemidosav Shakosh Baruchu to follow the attributes of Hashem, Mahu Malbisharumim, just as he clothes the naked, as we find that Kosh Baruchu provided clothing for Adam and Chava, you too should clothe the naked. Akash Baruch Hu Biker Cholim, Hashem visited the sick when he visited Avram, Afatab Bakir Cholim, you too visit the sick, and so on. 
So the juggler juggling red clothes for the unclothed with his left hand while visiting the sick told the patient how much he wants to go to Eretz Yisrael, which reminds us Moshe being desired to enter Eretz Yisrael to do the many mitzvahs that can only be fulfilled there. Kosh Baruch said to him, Do you seek anything other than to receive reward? I'll consider it for you as if you fulfilled those mitzvahs. So the juggler juggling red clothes for the unclothed with his left hand while visiting the sick told the patient how much he wants to go to Eretz Yisrael and juggled all the parts that are brought with a mincha with his right hand. Which reminds us, the second pair begins by describing the differences between the mincha vasota and an ordinary mincha, and the Gemara brings a brisa which details the entire procedure of a standard mincha. Dov Tezvav. So the similar Dov Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The huge red fruit bowl. Fruit bowl. That must be on Dov Tezvav. Tu Bishvat. The huge red fruit bowl containing the Shemet and Lavona, which were not brought with the Minchas Chota, which reminds us the Minchas Chota and Chatas Rak elements of standard Karbonas such as Shemet and Lavona, so they should not be beautified. So the huge red fruit bowl containing the Shemet and Lavona, which were not brought with the Minchas Chota, was placed next to the earthenware vessel that looked new, and it had to have a log of water in it, which reminds us the next mission states how you may be Piali Shacheris, the cone to bring an earthenware vial, but no so chechetzi log mine min akira and put in it a half log of water from the akira of Yudas said a revius of water was used. The Gemara brings additional lachos that it should look new and not be black. So the huge red fruit bowl containing the Shema and Lavona, which were not brought with the Minchas Chote, was placed next to an earthenware vessel that looked new and had half a log of water in it that was sitting on top of some earth taken from the temple's floor, which reminds us the Gemara brings a source that the earth used for the Soto waters must be taken from this floor space in the Heichel. All right, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one, which stuff do we learn the halachas of the earthenware vessel? That's on Dav. Tezvav. Good number two. Which stuff do we learn the Moshe Benu lived to 120 and died on the day he was born? That's on Dav. Yud Gimel. Good number three. Which stuff we have a Melchok is whether the May Sota are valid if one places the earth in the vessel before the water. That's on Duff. Tezayin. Good number four. Which stuff do we discuss why Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to enter Eretz Yisrael? That's on Duff. Yedal. Good number five. Which stuff do we learn that three things must be visible? The earth and the May Sota, the ashes, the Pardum, and the Mechatas, and the Yavama Spit. That's on Duff. Tezayin. Good number six. Which stuff do you discuss why Minchas Chota and Chatas lack elements of standard Karbanas? That's on Dav. Tezvav. Good number seven. Which stuff do you learn what happened when Esav tried to delay Yanko's burial in Maras That's on Dav. Yud Gimel. Good number eight. Which stuff do you discuss the source that the earth used for the Mesota is taken from the floor of the Heichel? That's on Dav. Tezvav. Good number nine. Which stuff do we have two different shatim in Vyakamel Chadash? And what happened to Paro's three advisors? That's on Dav. Yidav. Good. And number ten. Which stuff do we discuss if ashes can be used for Soto waters in place of earth? That's on Dav. Tezain. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Ram Golden Zich wishing you a great day and great learning.